Good morning. This is Father Stash Daly coming to you from St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. As we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of the month of December, as well as the first Friday of the Holy Season of Advent, I invite you to please join me in praying the morning offering prayer. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all the apostles of prayer, and in particular for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Joining me today on this first Friday, Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Radio, is Chuck and Joanne Wilson. Good morning, to be back Father. Good again. morning, Father. <laughs> Good morning. We are. So happy to be we're, back. We're, we're back. They've re- renewed us another month. <laughs> contract's been up just for 30 days. Yeah. So, so here we are entering into this first Friday, uh, renewing the opportunity for ourselves to draw closer to our Lord's Sacred Heart, but also, we enter into this beautiful opportunity to celebrate fully the season of Advent. This morning, as we enter into this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday, we're going to have the opportunity to review and renew our knowledge of the Lord, renew and review our knowledge of His Sacred Heart, and also delve into the beautiful connection between His Sacred Heart and the uh, incredible opportunities to enter into Advent. And while Father's doing that, we do have a phone number that you can call in, 614-459-4820. Any questions you have regarding the enthronement of the Sacred Heart, First Friday, any other questions? We're joined again by Scott and Mary Ellen Williamson, (laughs) and uh, they're manning the phones. So please call with any questions, or if you've been thinking about an enthronement, This is a perfect time to do it, to sign up during Advent. And Father's going to share a little bit more on that. Any thoughts, Joanne? No, but just go ahead and call and give them your name and number. And then it's not an obligation. It's an opportunity. And then you will receive a phone call in return if there's not enough time to answer all your questions. Or if, you know, because it is a time where people are really wanting to invite Jesus in a personal more personal way during Advent, um, get in there, get on the schedule. So make sure that uh, that this can happen in a timely manner. So please do give them a call. And the number again is 614-459-4820. And it's really easy. If you find yourself in a position while listening during this hour that you're not able to make a phone call for some reason, you're stuck in traffic oh, or good filled idea. with errands yep. or you know you have the little ones to take care of, you also have the opportunity to visit enthronements.com. And that website is really a blessing. It's filled with information on the reality of the Sacred Heart. Absolutely. And also the opportunity to bring our Lord's Sacred Heart into your home through the practice of the enthronement. You know, a lot of times people ask, um, what's the significance of the First Friday? Yeah. You know, I hear it. I've been Catholic either for a few years because I converted or I've been Catholic since a child. And I've always heard about the First Friday, but what is it? You know, in a perfect little summary, the First Friday devotion arose from the promise of our Lord, especially the devotion of the nine First Fridays, 
when we venerate the Sacred Heart, we should remember his incredible love for us, his love for our humanity, regardless of um, you know what baggage we may carry, what pressures we have on our minds, what burdens we carry within mm. our souls. There's this great love the Lord has for us, and he renewed this love uh, for us, or really he renewed our knowledge of his love for us by revealing the power of his Sacred Heart. Flowing out of that heart, uh, we find the benefits and the graces needed to just really make it day by day. Uh, and we are given the opportunity to try to make some return for that love. The Lord then establishes practice of just basically consecrating time. You know, a novena is anything that's nine long. This is nine very helpful, hours, Father. nine days, <laughs> nine weeks, yeah. nine months. And so the Lord's like, you know, mm-hmm. give yourself an opportunity to unite yourself to me. Come to Holy Mass, participate in confession on the first Friday of nine consecutive months. Basically, renew your whole life by mm. renewing nine months with me, a first Friday. You know, we say in order to make this devotion of the nine first Fridays well, we should make a very good confession and receive our Lord in Holy Communion, as well as offering all that we are and all that we have to the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ. This devotion is open to and encouraged for everybody. It's not for the select few, or it's not for the few that mm-hmm. have their halos turned on. You know, it's for everybody. <laughs> you know, it's really meant for every single person. And I think sometimes it's important for us to realize that uh, regardless of where we are at in life, um, there's no perfection. There's no mm. perfection. Mm. But there is the opportunity for holiness. And uh, don't be afraid of the dirtiness of our humanity. Father, one question I, I've had myself and I do, we've talked about it with others, is how many days before and after, What what's the time frame for going to reconciliation? That's a good question. You know, if at all possible, we should participate in the sacrament on the actual day, first Friday. Oh, you know, we great. should receive our Lord. Yeah. We should go to Mass on the on the first Friday. And if the sacrament is made available in our parish or the church where we're attending Holy Mass, we should really try to participate in the sacrament of confession. But the church acknowledges that our lives are crazy. <laughs> so <laughs> the church gives us this opportunity to prepare for first Friday Bitcoin confession you know, in the three to five, seven days beforehand or the three to five days after. Um, But we have to have that intention of going to confession for that, you know, reparation for sins against the sacred heart. You know, having that union. I think that'll work Uh, too. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Pharisee in our midst. (laughs) No, just a sinner, Father. Just a sinner. It can be a both and. It can be a both and. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. But there has to be that desire for union with our Lord. You know, these people probably aren't used to this much laughing on the radio at this hour. (laughs) They're thinking, what did I tune into? Where's my father, Ricardo? (laughs) Faith is joyful. (laughs) That is true. That is so true. Well, again, if you have any questions, or if you're interested in more about learning more about the Sacred Heart, give us a call at 614-459-4820. Or as Father mentioned, if you cannot get to the number or the phone right now, uh, you can always go on our website, enthronements.com, and that will answer a lot of your questions, and you can also register. Exactly. Father, I just wanted to, one more uh, point is that once you make the first Fridays. Don't stop. Right. Sometimes exactly. that people have said, oh, I've done that, you know, yeah. years ago. And yet um, I know like for my parents, they never stopped. No, it was just true. became a habit in their yeah. life, a beautiful time of uh, renewal and reconciliation. So one, it's not one and done. No, not at all. And, you know, it, it keeps alive that relationship with our Lord. And, you know, when 
oftentimes, and all of us know this, when uh, the Lord gives us the grace to start running the race. Yeah. You know, we're running that marathon, and all of a sudden, we hit like the third mile, the fourth mm-hmm. mile, we're thinking, do I really... I don't know if I can really do this whole marathon. You know, maybe I'll just change to the half marathon. But in the relationship that we're called to have with God, it's there's no end point. It's supposed to be everlasting and ongoing and really renewing. And, you know, if we can get into the habit and get into the discipline of reminding ourselves, first Friday is just around the corner. Yeah. First Friday is this week. And rather than seeing it as some kind of heavy burden, to see it as a joyful opportunity to, okay, I make my... Um, my commitment to the Lord by spending time with him in Holy Mass on Sunday. I keep holy the Lord's day. But now I can like break up the monotony of routine and go to Mass on First Friday. And it may be a little bit of a burden on my schedule because of everything else we have to do. But you'll find that the reward in graces and relief far outweigh the burden of a busy schedule. You know, we might start off so many times in life you might start off saying, I'm really sacrificing for you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, I'm yeah, up early. It's and, true, yeah. You know, I'm so busy. Then you find out it's he wants to give you the gift. Right. And yeah. and it's it's it almost makes me laugh sometime to know that uh, my little, you know, resistance once I got there or yeah. once I got in the habit, what he had in store for me to help me make my burdens lighter and yeah, and we fall awesome. in love with his love for us. Right. You know, and we just start to come to know. And I also think, um, pull out your 2017 calendars right now hmm. and just go to the first Friday for the 12 Perfect. next months yeah. and put it down because I know for myself, Father, that's really helped us yeah. and what a gift it's been for us. Put attending. a heart sticker on that. Put one. a heart sticker. We like that. Okay. <laughs> the lady has spoken. Put a heart sticker on that first Friday of your calendar. <laughs> No, it's very true. And, you know, it's, it's a powerful opportunity for us to remember that the Lord wants to live in time with us. Mm. He doesn't just wait for us from his perspective of eternity. He wants to live in our experience of time. And First Friday gives us that opportunity to really unite ourselves to him and to open up our hearts and to allow him to enter into time with us. You know, he, Jesus is the bridge between time and eternity. And we all know how fast time goes. I mean, most of us are in shock that it's already December, and we're afraid that if we sneeze, Christmas is going to be here, and then also New Year's, and then Fourth of July. But time goes fast, and one of the ways to live our lives the fullest and to the greatest degree is by allowing the Lord to enter into this time that we celebrate and this time that moves quite fast. And to have a moment with Him in prayer, to have a moment with Him in the Mass, to have a moment with Him in adoration— to have a moment with our Lord as you, you know, walk through your living room and you see the image of our Lord's sacred heart there in your home and you realize, you know, I may sometimes feel like I'm losing control because everything goes by so fast. Yeah. But Lord, as long as you're here, it's good. And I can do this. Perfectly into this time of Advent too, Father. Oh, yeah. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> There's a baby a coming. Yes, there <laughs> so, is. You know, I just had Lots Bassett. to be done. <laughs> I had Bassett to Sales High School for their first Friday devotions and then exposition of the Blessed Sacrament. And, you know, it was the perfect meditation. Hmm. I went to expose our Lord in the Eucharist following Mass this morning, and they had already set up the crib, and there the crib was in front of the altar. And you had Our Lady there, the statue of Our Lady, the statue of St. Joseph, with the empty crash, hmm. the empty crib. And so it was like, okay, the absence of our Lord in the crib 
is so much overcome by the presence of the Lord in the Eucharist. Mm. And it's just like, you know, Lord, you are so good. So even though, you know, you are born into time, you're born into our time, you know, but even though you ascended to the Father after the resurrection, you still left us yourself in the Eucharist. And Advent gives us those opportunities to ponder how the Lord's presence is growing, but it's still remaining. And he is soon to come, but he's already here. And, uh, you know, Advent is an incredibly beautiful season. And for those who, you know, sometimes find themselves disconnected or unable to relate to it, Advent is an invitation to each one of us to renew our openness to the Lord. In the life of the church, we hear from the prophet Isaiah, and he keeps speaking about the glory of creation once the Lord returns. You know, what will creation be like once God returns? And as Catholic Christians, we hear Isaiah We say his words are beautiful, his dreams are powerful, his prophecies, they're absolutely stunning. But then we seem to forget, we receive Jesus, Jesus, the one that Isaiah yearned for. Isaiah was prophesying the coming of Jesus. We have our Lord Jesus in the Eucharist, in our churches, in the tabernacles. We have our Lord Jesus in the Sacred Heart, in our living rooms. You know, he's already here. How do we prepare for that greater coming of the Lord as we celebrate the annual birth of our Lord, his nativity, the coming of the Lord in the Mass, in the Eucharist, the coming of the Lord to us in death, and the coming of the Lord to us as he will bring to a close creation in the final coming. Advent isn't a beautiful opportunity. It's not just about the four little candles and the wreath, uh, but it's also about trying to prepare ourselves with that quiet. And Father, you have made that connection for us, and I think it's such a beautiful one of the Sacred Heart Mm. and the Eucharist. And not, you know, having that presence in a special way in our home. And this is why this is why we are here to also promote that enthronement of the Sacred Heart. And I just want to remind you to call Scott and Mary Ellen this morning at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, 614-459-4820. Give them your name, your number, and any questions, and um, learn more and sign up. Chuck, why don't you um, remind us of some of the promises the Lord gave to those who draw close to his sacred heart? Well, you know, know, when I was thinking of um, your conversation opening up and uh, regarding Advent and preparing for Advent, I was thinking of the two audiences we're really talking about today, talking to today. And one is those that have had their home and throne father. Right. And as we know, over a thousand homes, probably from the time when you started, even before Sacred Heart Columbus, and then for those that haven't. And I think one of the things we want to happen during this hour is for people to renew their commitment to uh, the enthronement um, covenant that they've been enthroned Mm -hmm. with, with Jesus or thinking about doing it. And... um, so maybe let's just each share one. I'll start, and we'll go around. But the 12 promises of our Lord to those who venerate his sacred heart. I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. I will give peace to their families. I will console them in all their troubles. They shall find in my heart an assured refuge during life and especially at the hour of death. I will pour abundant blessings on all their undertakings. Sinners shall find in my heart the source and infinite ocean of mercy. Trepid souls shall become fervent. 
fervent soul shall speedily rise to great perfection. The ninth, I will bless the homes in which the image of my sacred heart shall be exposed and honored. I will give the priest the power to touch the most hardened hearts. Those who propagate this devotion shall have their name written in my heart, and it shall never be effaced. And the all-powerful love of my heart will grant to all those who shall receive communion on the first Friday of nine consecutive months the grace of final repentance. They shall not die under my displeasure, nor without receiving their sacraments. My heart shall be their assured refuge at the last hour. Father, maybe mm. share where these came from. Absolutely. For those who have just tuned in, uh, you're listening to the Sacred Heart Hour. I'm Father Stosh Daly, joined by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And we're reviewing the promises our Lord has made to those who draw close to his Sacred Heart. We have just covered these 12 promises our Lord made to a certain visitation nun, St. Margaret Mary, a la Coque. And, you know, he appeared to her with this desire to rekindle the love within humanity for the Lord and to bring back to our minds the great love that Jesus has for humanity. I'm reminded of uh, when we talk about the devotion to the Sacred Heart and the Twelve Promises, you know, St. Gertrude the Great, she had these revelations and she was an incredible saint and uh, an incredible uh, and very powerful, you know, just basically leader within the church in her own age. When did she she live, Father? Oh, Lord have mercy, a long time ago. (laughs) We'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> so, in one of her, you know, visit in one of her experiences of prayer, she had an apparition of Saint John, the beloved, the apostle, and mm-hmm. she said, "You know, you have spoken of your incredible love for our Lord's heart. Why didn't you write about it? Mm-hmm. You wrote this beautiful gospel. You wrote the Book of Apocalypse, the Book of Revelation. Why didn't you mention the Sacred Heart? Everyone thinks I'm crazy because I'm mentioning the Sacred Heart. You were one of the twelve. You were the youngest of the twelve. You inherited mm-hmm. care of Our Lady. What's up with this?" And and John said to her. You know, at that moment in time, it was not my task. It wasn't Mm. my job, but humanity was not cold. Humanity's grown cold to the love of God. And now the time has come for humanity to basically have the flame within its heart rekindled. So the Lord comes to us to rekindle Mm. this flame, and he gives us these promises. And one of the, you know, just to dwell on one of those promises today as we meditate upon our entrance into the season of Advent, he says, I will give peace to their families. That's a big one, Father. I will give peace to their families. And, you know, I mean, Chuck and Joanne and everybody listening Mm. right now, can any of us honestly say, Mm. oh, you know what? I'm good on peace. Mm. I don't need any more peace. Mm. Lord, you can just save that for the next household. Just when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) That is so true. Just when we think everything's good. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) And I think the beauty of the enthronement, Father, is what we're doing as missionaries and for those that maybe just tuned in, Uh, there are 80 missionaries today. We go out in teams, so there are 40 teams. And when we come to the home, Father, as you mentioned, what we're bringing is Jesus. Right. That's it. We're not bringing ourselves. We just bring Jesus to them because Jesus is ultimately the one that's got to help them with their peace. He's the answer for everything. And, you know, I think it's important. uh, I think it's important for us to, you know, help uh, build that understanding that what's the enthronement? We're speaking of First Friday and yes. our Lord's Sacred Heart. What's the enthronement? The enthronement <laughs> is an opportunity for an individual, a couple, a household, a family. It doesn't matter whoever, wherever, wherever they may be. The enthronement is an opportunity for a group of individuals or a single person by themselves to make the Lord the king, brother, and friend of that place. Mm. 
by enthroning the Sacred Heart of Jesus, the image of our Lord's Sacred Heart, whether it be a family heirloom image, whether it be the plaque that the missionaries of the Sacred Heart bring, whether it be a statue that they're particularly fond of. It's just a designated act of consecration and enthronement wherein that particular disciple or family of disciples make Jesus Christ, you know, through a declaration of the act of consecration and enthronement, they make the Lord the king, brother, and friend of that home or of that business or of that school. And that's what the enthronement is. It's bringing our Lord's sacred heart into life, but not just having our Lord's sacred heart there in our life as something on the side, making him the center. You know, and these missionaries around 80 missionaries just in the Diocese of Columbus, that's what they're here for, to help people bring the Lord into their homes and into their lives. And it's not just something that's done haphazardly by these households or even businesses and schools. There is some preparation. There is some effort. And once again, the blessing that comes from that. So many times this might be the first time that the household or family have gathered in prayer. And so it's kind of a jump start. It's a help. It's, but it does take probably what about an hour, one hour. And, um, what Joanne's talking about the preparation phase when we, when we arrive, we bring the image of our lady of Fatima. We bring the two images of the Immaculate Heart, the Sacred Heart, and we bring manuals. So you don't have to worry about and anything. And DVD. And a DVD. <laughs> don't forget that. With oh, Father yeah. Stosh Daly. <laughs> Yay. Because uh, radio's not enough. You're going to watch them on TV. <laughs> yeah. And what, what we're, what we're doing is helping you enter into your week of preparation. Because it's your enthronement. We do not enthrone your home. We're that's the one witness. of the, that's one of the m- misunderstandings, yeah. Father. We yep. don't enthrone it. You're enthroning your home. Exactly. We're coming. It takes about an hour. We're going to ask you, we'll all pray together a rosary and the litany of the Sacred Heart. It's all in the manual. And at that point in time, when we leave you, we just ask you to watch the DVD for 10 minutes a night, pray a rosary and the litany as you're preparing for your enthronement. Then we return a week later. And we even bring the rosaries and all the prayers for the rosary and the how-to is also in the manual. And there's no, a lot of times people will call in or they'll approach us or they'll email and there's that extreme feeling of inadequacy. Oh, but Father, I don't have the creed memorized. Or, oh, and what, happens and what if, about the house? What happens if my four-year-old <laughs> is screaming and yes. having a tantrum? Or what happens if my kitchen's not done yet? Oh. Or there's a stain on the carpet? Oh, It's like, okay, first of all, remember, we're in Advent. Yeah. So the Lord arrived in Bethlehem. Who didn't let him in the house? You know, <laughs> he had to be born in a cave. Let him in the house. Let him in the house. <laughs> have him come into the house. Oh, I love that image. <laughs> and especially during Advent. Yeah. It's just a great time to invite Jesus in. Perfect time. And and I think, what are the barriers uh, that prevent this from happening? And a lot of time, you have to understand, the nudge might be the barrier from the darkness. You have yeah. to stay into the light oh, yeah. and just say, Jesus, I trust in you. I need you more than ever. Our family needs you. And for men, I'm speaking to men today, if you're listening, you need to bring Jesus in, to let him become the king, brother, and friend of your family, the Lord of your family. Because as men, we're sinners. We're never going to be perfect. Exactly. And we need to follow Jesus, and this is a great way to do it. So call in 614-459-4820 with any questions. If you're interested in signing up for an enthronement, 
or go on enthronements.com. And as we're preparing during Advent, uh, this is in the Magnificat. And I thought it's just a wonderful beginning on December the 1st. And it, it just what Father talked about. And um, as as we need to prepare our homes, and this is what happened, what what they said in the Magnificat. I'm turning to it He's right turning now. Turning pages, you can hear this. <laughs> That's right. We'll get it for. We'll get it, Father. Done. Done. Okay. First, here we go. I know it's going to be coming up here. I think some. You know, Chuck said something very powerful, and it's like perfect. None of us are perfect. Perfection is not possible, but holiness is. And I, yeah, I really want everyone listening today to please take consolation in those words. Perfection, don't aim for perfection, aim for holiness. And uh, I did find it, and what it says on Thursday, the first week of Advent, and this is December 1st in the Magnificat, Advent is a time to rebuild our house solidly on rock. Mm-hmm. And what a better way to do it Absolutely. than to have your home and throne or to keep the renewal of the enthronement yeah. going farther. Yeah, Isaiah said yesterday in the Mass, you know, the Lord is an eternal rock. Hmm. The Lord is an eternal rock. Now, in the Gospel, Jesus tells us yesterday that, you know, if we hear his words and we respond by giving him ourselves, then the house that is our own will withstand the winds. I love that. But Jesus has to be the rock upon which we build our house. How do we we bring our Lord into our house as our home and make him Hmm. the rock of our house? Well, we bring his heart in. He makes his heart available to us. Bring his heart into our homes. Allow him to be the rock upon which our house stands. And he tells us in those 12 promises, and Father, I know we're focusing on number two, I will give peace in their families. Mm, He understands the need for every family, particularly Mm -hmm. during Advent. Absolutely. Because it almost is during Advent, that anxiety, that stress level. How can we have peace Everybody's going a million miles an right. hour. Oh, They're yeah. trying to do their shopping. They're trying to do everything. Trying to burn off that turkey. and <laughs> Burn off the turkey. And as we know, Father, that does not give them peace. No. And you know what? We can buy into the chaos of this world thinking that somehow if we get that last item or if we buy that perfect gift mm-hmm. or if we have the, you know, the just, just the right shade of lights on the Christmas tree, mm-hmm. everything's going to be perfect. Guess what, people? Not going to happen. Yeah. Okay, let it go. Accept the Lord. For those of you who are listening, this is uh, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and this is the Sacred Heart Hour uh, for the first Friday of the month of December, but also the first Friday of the experience of Advent for us Christians. We will close uh, this first segment of the Sacred Heart Hour by entrusting ourselves to the Lord's Sacred Heart. Join me in this prayer. O most holy heart of Jesus, Jesus, fountain of every every blessing, blessing, I adore you, you, I love you, and with a lively sorrow for my sins, I offer you this poor heart of mine. Make me humble, patient, pure, and wholly obedient to your will. Grant, good Jesus, that I may live in you and for you. Protect me in the midst of danger. Comfort me in my afflictions. Give me health of body, assistance in my temporal needs, your blessings in all that I do, and the grace of a holy death. Amen. It's the 2016 Division IV State High School Football Championship between Bishop Hartley and Steubenville today at 2.30 p.m. St. Gabriel's coverage is brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, the Mount Carmel Foundation, 
and the Bob Boyd Auto family. That's Bishop Hartley in Steubenville today at 2.30 right here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. How God Hauled Me Kicking and Screaming into the Catholic Church, the new read by local author Kevin Lowry. Lowry tells his personal tale of how a preacher's kid converted to Catholicism. Available at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Dan Dimite. And I'm Patrick Rice from Encounter Radio. And we want to invite you to the Encounter Conference December 9th through 11th at St. John Newman Church. We've invited Dr. Mary Healy from the Pontifical Biblical Commission, Peter Herbeck from Renewal Ministries, and Father Matthias Thalen to present on and pray for healing and the power of the Holy Spirit. This conference features another amazing healing service led by Father Matthias Thalen. Registration is required. Go to Encounter2016.com. That's Encounter2016.com. Jim Lachey here. If you're looking for great holiday gifts this season, send a Sugarbush Gourmet Gift Basket. Sugarbush is locally owned, family business, right here in Columbus since 1981. The Macaulay family prides itself in hand-packing each gift basket to order, using only the best quality products, and Sugarbush ships nationwide. Shop on the web at SugarbushGourmetGiftBaskets.com or order by phone, 800-837-2929. Visit Sugarbush at the newly renovated Worthington Square at I-270 North High Street. Mention my name, Jim Lachey, and receive a delicious chocolate. We are to be icons of mercy, radiating love and mercy to others. There is no greater way to energize ourselves to this task than by spending time in the presence of the source of love and mercy, our Lord in the most blessed sacrament, St. Faustina. Are you being called by Jesus? Come and spend an hour with Jesus in the most blessed sacrament at the St. John Paul II Perpetual Eucharistic Adoration Chapel at Immaculate Conception Parish, or call Bill and Mary Beth Hinger for more information at 262-9332. Decker Vano, a law firm serving all of Central Ohio. Online at DeckerVano.com. That's D E C K E R V O N A U.com or 614 242 4242. Good morning and welcome to this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. I'm Father Stosh Daly, and I'm joined here in the studio by Chuck and Joanne Wilson, and we're here for this First Friday Sacred Heart Hour, entering into the glory of our Lord's Sacred Heart and just uh, discussing the power of our Lord's Sacred Heart and how, through His Sacred Heart, He invites us to participate in this experience of Advent in an ever more deeper way. I invite you to please join us in opening up this segment with a prayer to our Lord. Dear Sacred Heart of Jesus, we renew our pledge of love and loyalty to you. Keep us always close to your loving heart and to the most immaculate heart of your mother. May we love one another more each day, forgiving each other's faults as you forgive us our sins. Teach us to see you in the members of our family and those we meet outside the home, loving them as you love them, especially the poor and oppressed, that we may be instrumental in bringing about justice and peace. Amen. 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 Well, Chuck and Joanne, here we are on this Sacred Heart Hour on St. Gabriel Radio. And we've been meditating upon the reality of our Lord's love uh, for humanity and how within his love he gives us this grace to yearn for his coming, to yearn for his coming. And it's important for us to always appreciate the fact Mm -hmm. that the Lord comes to us in the nitty-gritty details of life. Mm. He doesn't come to... The perfect. Maybe you know, especially in those many, <laughs> details. The Lord comes to those who are imperfect. You know, he sends his yeah. grace for those who are imperfect because he wants us to be holy. Remember, 
uh, my dear brothers and sisters, perfection is not possible. Holiness is. You know, and it's important for us to just reflect upon how the Lord comes to us in our lives. You know, I was just telling Chuck and Joanne about how I had a beautiful and very powerful conversation with a lady who called the parish where I am at Holy Family about, you know, the enthronement of the Sacred Heart. You know, she had some questions. You could tell there was that desire to have the Sacred Heart enthroned in her home. But at the same time, she was really paralyzed by this feeling of being unworthy. And She's see, like, she, she had the courage sins. to call. Thank God. And to oh, yeah. ask and oh, yeah. to go a little deeper oh, with Oh, she us. blamed it on her guardian angel. <laughs> you know, She's like, I keep getting this kick in the middle of the night. I was like, well, it's either your husband or your angel. She's like, it's not my husband. Well, like, you the out angel. there, you called now too. <laughs> Tell us, Father. You know, so and I really, my heart broke for her because yeah. like so many people, she knew she wanted the sacred heart enthroned in her home. She knew that the Lord wanted to be enthroned in her home. But she was just paralyzed by this feeling of being unworthy. Mm. And I told her, I said over the phone, I said, you're more than welcome to come in and we can chat face to face. I said, but I want you to keep this in mind. I said, you know, the dirtiness of our humanity does not Mm. overshadow the beauty of our humanity. The Lord loves you because he created you. You are beautiful in his eyes. Allow him to come in. Don't allow the dirtiness. Don't allow the sins, the imperfections, or what you think is the imperfection of your home to prevent the Lord from coming in. Mm. You know, and I said, I'm gonna, we're just going to close the conversation with that. You call back in a couple of days. And indeed she did. And that, that's she what actually broke back. it. She did. Oh, that's oh yeah. Great. She blamed it on her angel yeah. again. But, you know, she called back and she said, I just, it's very difficult for people. She said, Father, it's very difficult for people to kind of bridge that gap between dirtiness and beauty. You know, I think the word holy is intimidating. It can and be, I, yeah. When I started thinking about, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrong a lot, is that holiness is whole. That mm. the Lord wants us to be balanced, joyful, healthy, that somehow I had the misconception of holiness as being... Um, Perfection. You know, uh, the halo thing. <laughs> You know, the, yeah. the, the plastic <laughs> statue, the, yeah. and the fake una- smile, <laughs> uh, yeah, unobtainable <laughs> right. for someone right. like me. And, and I, I still feel that way much of the time, but to, it makes it more, um, what's the word? <sighs> like I can try to yeah. be whole right? because God loves me well, so you know, much. Like, you know, when you go to confession and you leave the sacrament and you have that deep sigh, ah. you're like... Oh, thank God. It's forgiven. Okay, that's the holiness right there. We You're went like, to White Castle hamburgers with my mother. Oh, Every time painful. she went to breakfast. <laughs> no, it was wonderful. <laughs> well, we're going we're gonna to have you call in as, uh, as, as we're talking about enthronements. And his father shared the story. And the woman finally said, I'm ready. I'm ready. 614-459-4820. Uh, give us a call, enthronements.com. You can go on and know that we're not just talking enthronements uh, in your home over Advent or over Christmas. We're also saying January or later. Just sign up. Whenever the time is right. Whenever the time is right. Just do it. And um, and what we're really talking about, first of all, um, talking about it takes an hour, two times. Hour in the beginning, the preparation phase, seven days later. An hour again for the enthronement. Not phase. an hour every night. No, no. Well, it's the rosary and the litany every night, so yeah. it takes about a half hour every half night. Half an hour. But you're preparing for this. One one question has come in. There is no cost. 
as a free will offering, but there is no cost. And when we come as missionaries, we bring everything you need, the images, the manuals, the rosaries, everything you need. You just need to open the door. Boy, isn't that the case? Uh And in most cases, that's the the hardest thing to do is to sign up. And I know for Joanne and I, uh, years ago, she signed us up for the Marriage Encounter Weekend. And that became a blessing for us. If she had not, that's something I would not have done, Father. So it's almost like one within the family has to say, I'm willing to take that step and you are going to grace the other person. We've had children before request of their parents right. for the enthronement. You yep. know, it, it maybe it just takes that one person to say, let's bring Jesus here in a new way, in a formal way, in a welcoming way. We, we had someone mm-hmm. knock on our door and their father uh, and mother, um, beautiful family, large family father, mm-hmm. uh, lived up on the north east side of Ohio, up in that Sydney area, outside of Sydney, I forget the town. Um, but they were concerned that the, everybody left the nest, all the children, and it just seemed like things were not going well for their parents. Oh, yeah. And they brought the Sacred Heart. They right. did the enthronement, and it just they just said, it just testimony was, it really changed my, my mother and father, how they were treating each other. Yeah, and you know, well, that once the family, once the household participates in bringing our Lord's Sacred Heart into the home, there's beautiful opportunities to renew the openness to the Sacred Heart, especially as we go into this holiday season. Oh, good point, Father. You know, and I think, you know, Chuck and Joanne, you have some beautiful experiences and mm-hmm. stories, first in your own home, but also in the homes of your loved ones and the many people you have met about how this time period opens up opportunities to renew our dependence on the Lord, but also, and something that's very important, the simplicity of our dependence on the Lord. Well, and one thing, Father, the manuals that we do leave after the enthronement, the prayers that are in the manuals, the prayers we are praying today are in the manual, and also the renewal of the covenant. And that's something, Chuck, maybe you can speak to. And if you would like us (laughs) to come, please call Scott and Mary Ellen or... At the phone, waiting for your call, 614-459-4820. Please, give them a call. Chuck, do you want to share about our time of prayer and the family and the renewal at right. Thanksgiving and Well, birthdays? first of all, all of us need Jesus. Oh. I, you know, no household is perfect. And when we come to your household, just know one thing. It's not up. You don't have to share what's going on in your household. Oh, no. No. We're bringing Jesus, and mm-hmm. I think that could be a barrier. Some people Very do. True. Yeah, but if some people want to, fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we pray for family members. We pray for deceased members. We pray for those that are not present during the enthronement within the family. So it, it's a great opportunity um, that we have uh, to really unite our family to Jesus uh, with the renewal of our enthronements. And what we do is at times when we have great joy going on in our house or great sorrow going on or issues going on, we go to the covenant prayer by the family uh, that each family will do um, at their enthronement time. And that covenant prayer covers it so well for the family because we want our household to be another Bethany. 
And before we started Thanksgiving, uh, we happened to have uh, five of us uh, there, and we each took a paragraph of the men, and we read each paragraph. And I would say it became one of our best Thanksgiving. I would agree. We have to allow Jesus in for these special occasions. And Christmas, I noticed a real difference with just kind of setting the stage before opening up a gift or even gathering, you know, just making Jesus the the center right off the start. Uh, It it made a difference. And this is from um, Father Mateo, who really helped start the home enthronements over 100 years ago. And he writes, never let a great joy, a cruel sorrow, a grave decision, any anniversary pass without renewing the enthronement of the Sacred Heart in the family. We have to keep this flame alive, Father. Absolutely. You know, um, what what do you say to somebody who can so easily feel overwhelmed by either their relationship with the Lord or in a more, you know, particular example— preparing for the coming of the Lord in Advent. You know, we, You're not here, we are, here we are inviting our Lord's sacred heart into our lives, into our homes. We're in the holy season of Advent. We can so easily start to feel overwhelmed. Um, and I think, you know, it's important for us to, um, I think it's important for us to, you know, kind of remind ourselves and each other in a beautiful and challenging way that our experience of the Lord, our relationship with the Lord doesn't have to be complex. How, you know, uh, what are some of your experiences from the people you've met in, on practical ways to keep things simple, not only in their, how they relate to our Lord and His Sacred Heart, but also in preparing for the coming of the Lord? Well, over the years, what I, personally what I've done is try to eliminate the things that are the most stressful for me or plan ahead for them. I've realized I am not a cookie baker. Yeah. <laughs> I have let go of that. And I say I'm a buyer, not a baker. <laughs> and I'm not even buying many of those these days. Mm. But that that was a real Christmas cards. Sometimes, some years, we didn't send Christmas cards. Mm-hmm. It just weighed heavily. Or, you know, doing things far ahead. Yeah. Now, the material thing is really, I know, a burden. But yeah. we have freed ourselves up years ago from, um, you know, buying things at garage sales, right. thrift stores. And so the money stays, uh, you know, to a charity and to the person involved. I mean, it's like a freedom. It's like a, you lose the stress oh, of trying to run like the rat burden, race, yeah. especially I think off of a mother's shoulder. And what about, you know, what about those individuals who are at home and they have the little ones and they're trying to figure out how do I prepare for the coming of the Lord? into my home with the sacred heart or his birth and the nativity. And then on top of that, how do I then prepare my little ones as well? Well, you know, I did call my daughter with seven children last night and asked for a suggestion. And what Mm. they did, they gathered the family and they came up very simply with two virtues. They're working on, um, you know, gratefulness and kindness and to keep reminding them during that time of Advent instead of making it so complicated and then we're going to do this and and, uh, she said it just was a relief even as a family but it's important to work on you know to have that goal how do you prepare we need to prepare for our Lord right and we need to be kind within our families we need to be kind to each other 
We need to really show gratitude to each other. And I think during Advent, we tend to lose that father because everybody is so busy. And again, if we're talking about the Sacred Heart enthronements, uh, call in 614-459-4820, or our website is enthronements, and that ends with an S, enthronements.com. And uh, it's a great time to really say, our family needs Jesus. I think you just have to recognize that our families need Jesus, not only through the enthronement time, but the continued renewal time. As we, uh, you know, I think it's important for us as we try to, you know, delve into the opportunity to prepare for the coming of the Lord, either bringing our Lord's sacred heart into our homes, into our lives, or to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord in his birth uh, and in Holy Communion, some very practical tips to prepare in the season of Advent for the coming of the Lord, you know, just to do things in a simple way. And with regard to the sacraments, in this, uh, as we enter into Advent, just strive to receive Holy Communion frequently. Make a little bit more of an effort to uh, go to daily Mass in and addition we're so to Sunday blessed. Mass. We have so many yeah. opportunities. The Mass is the highest form of prayer. And there's this beautiful line that was given to us in seminary. You know, prepare a pure manger in your heart by hmm. confessing your sins. You know, prepare that beautiful, prepare image, that beautiful place where the Lord can rest. And then, you know, and turn to Scripture. Uh, as we enter into Advent, read St. Luke's and St. Matthew's Gospels, just the first two chapters of each. Meditate upon those first two chapters. You know, nothing daunting, nothing long, time-consuming. Just read the first two chapters of um, St. Luke's Gospel and St. Matthew's Gospel. And then finally, strive to be at peace with silence. Of course, not when you're listening to St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. (laughs) But strive to be at peace and silence everywhere else. Turn (laughs) it on. We'll tell you to be silent. What are we doing? But, But it's a great time during Advent to turn your radio when you are in the car on the St. Gabriel. Just really changing your heart yes. away from the world, away from the clutter, to really maybe hear a word or words uh, that change your day, that refocuses your day, yeah. and give, gives you peace. And again, 614-459-4820, enthronements.com. And as we just take a break, um, uh, we'll be back in a couple minutes. Uh, please think about calling or the please think about going on to our website, enthronements.com, to learn more about this and to really enter into how can you, each family, bring more peace within the family. It's the 2016 Division IV State High School Football Championship between Bishop Hartley and Steubenville today at 2.30 p.m. St. Gabriel's coverage is brought to you by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, the Mount Carmel Foundation, and the Bob Boyd Auto Family. That's Bishop Hartley in Steubenville today at 2.30 right here on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. April Zerman for all your real estate needs from A to Z. Residential, commercial, buying, selling, market evaluations, and much more. That's April Zerman with Saxton Real Estate. AprilZerman.com. 60 Seconds with Mother Angelica. He said, there are many rooms in my father's house, many degrees of glory. And he, I think this is so sweet of our Lord to do this, to say this. He said, if it were not, I should have told you that's why you believe, isn't it? 
Now, don't you feel bad because you question, you doubt? <laughs> you, we can't doubt God. He said, if it was not true that there are many mansions in my Father, I, I would have told you. What humility our Lord has, huh? He, he didn't have to do that. He, he could have said, look, I'm God. Believe it. I'll just conk you on the head or something. That's what I would have said. I said, you guys got nerve. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. Enrich your prayer life by spending time with Jesus face-to-face in the exposition of the Blessed Sacrament once a week. Your daily prayer will be enlivened, and your appreciation of Sunday Mass will be deepened by spending an hour a week with Jesus in adoration. Commit to one hour a week with our Lord in the Divine Mercy Chapel. Open hours are from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. every day, or visit stmatthew.net, that's stmatthew.net, to enroll for a weekly hour. Divine Mercy Perpetual Adoration, St. Matthew the Apostle Church, 807 Havens Corners Road in Gahanna. The Waterworks is proud to support St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. We specialize in plumbing, heating and cooling, and a host of other services. Find us at thewaterworks.com or 614-25-DRAIN. Good morning once again. This is Father Stosh Daly on the Sacred Heart Hour here at St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, and I'm joined in the studio by Chuck and Joanne Wilson. And we are here on this first Friday of the month and also the first Friday of the Holy Season of Advent discussing opportunities to prepare for the coming of the Lord, the coming of the Lord into our homes and into our hearts through the Sacred Heart of our Lord Jesus Christ being enthroned in our homes, but also the coming of the Lord into our lives through His Nativity, through reception of our Lord in Holy Communion, and uh, you know, just making sure that we live our lives in union with the Lord, uh, so that there is that gift of peace. You know, Chuck and Joanne, we've been speaking about this reality of mm. bringing the Lord into our homes, preparing for the coming of the Lord. And something that's really beautiful is on this first Friday, there's the opportunity to go to Mass and to receive our Lord with that intention of uniting ourselves to the Lord's Sacred Heart, receiving our Lord's Sacred Heart in Holy Communion, making a gift of ourselves to the Lord. And in exchange for this beautiful gift that we make of ourselves to the Lord through the Mass on First Friday, especially receiving the Lord with that spirit of reparation, Lord, for any, for any sins committed against you, for any hurts given to you, made upon you, I'm here to make amends for that. What does the Lord give us in exchange? What does the Lord give to us in exchange for us giving ourselves to Him? He gives us His peace. Ah, his peace. What a gift. You know, and it's one of the promises He makes to those who enter into this relationship with the heart of Christ. You know, I will give peace to their families. I will give peace to their families. You know, Chuck and Joanne, uh, you have been living the married life for many beautiful years. You know, (laughs) you know from your own lived desire for the Lord, you know, the need for peace in the families. How is it for you guys uh, and for the people you know who live this beautiful vocation? You know, do you see the validity of the connection between making that effort to go to Mass on First Friday, receive our Lord, and also receiving His peace. I, you know, I know, Father, for us, the Sacred Heart has really transformed our family, transformed Joanne and I, how we treat each other. And I think these promises don't just appear, all 12 of them, as soon as you enthrone your house. As right. you say, sometimes things have to be uncovered Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, yep. for, for us, therefore, to grow in a more loving, peaceful family. The Lord wants real. 
Yeah, he wants real. <laughs> no imposters. Yeah. Real can no be fake. messy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. And, and I think for us now, we are. it's a grace. I think the first promise is I will give them all the graces necessary for their state in life. Yeah. We need his grace. Yeah. And we receive his grace through this enthronement. And I love the image of the heart being outside the body. Right. And the heart is just radiating with that flame that he loves us so much. Right. He wants to burn that flame into our heart. But we're dealing, a lot of us, with hardened hearts today, Father. How do we deal with hardened hearts today? How can we soften our hearts? And the only way I know today is through one way, certainly through the Eucharist and through the Mm -hmm. sacraments. But when we're at home, having that image, sacred heart there, showing us his love and recognizing that I have to be more Christ-like in my home because I've received those graces. And, you know, you bring up a really good point, and Father has mentioned this several times. When you have those images in your home, don't put them in a place where you never see them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> right. Don't stick <laughs> them know, in the closet. The best decorator. <laughs> put them in a place where you can venerate them, where you yeah. can really use them to connect in a deeper way to our Lord. And I know. And sometimes that's the room that's not expected. Sometimes it's the kitchen. Yeah. You know, if that's where the people in your family are or that's where you hang out the most and it's the kitchen, put the Lord's Sacred Heart in the kitchen. He wants to be in the middle of the life. You know, don't stick him in the formal dining room that no one's allowed to visit. (laughs) And and I think bringing peace to the families of all the families have been enthroned by us and all the missionaries. We have never had one family said, I wish I didn't do it. Oh, that's so a true. good point. That is Jack. very true. That's yeah. the testimony. They say, I wish we had done it earlier. Yeah, yeah. that is true. I wish we would have done, we done it, it earlier. <laughs> and, uh, you know, when two become one, part of what, we, what we're gifted with is growing together as one. But we also have to let go of the past. Mm-hmm. And I think by bringing Jesus in... It allows a lot of those maybe generational sins that have been passed on to families. It allows us now to be able to move past them. We weren't even aware until Father Joe Lash would always pray for the healing of generational sin. At first, was what is what are you talking about? (laughs) And uh, but I totally understand from Adam and Eve. Well, and you know, and it's I think it's important for us to address the reality of brokenness within our families yeah you know if you look if you pay attention to the media if you pay attention to the news and just even your own family and friends and neighbors everything has become so polarized mm. and, and you know we, we find ourselves really unable to discuss or have a conversation about basic topics Boy, because everybody great... has dug themselves into their trenches and they're not leaving and people will come and say father i don't know what i'm supposed to do our family's getting together to celebrate yeah. the birth of our lord christmas there's gonna be a family meal but I have children who won't speak to each other because they find themselves on difficult or different sides of the political fence or marriage issues or there's you know children issues. What am I supposed to do? And it's like, you know what you need to do? First of all, pray. Second of all, bring our Lord into the home and allow the Lord to start addressing these issues. Mm. Because when the heart becomes cold, there's only one person who can warm it up again, and that's the Creator. And if you bring our Lord's Sacred Heart into your home and you enthrone our Lord's Sacred Heart in your home— as your children, as your grandchildren, as your neighbors, as your friends, your fellow parishioners, even your parish priest, as they come over and visit, they will be introduced to his love. Mm. 
they're going to be introduced to his warmth and his presence because he reigns over your home. And that can be very healing to these individuals who really, they start to become overly anxious over how am I going to keep peace when my family gathers? And, you know, I just really want to thank everyone who's listened to this program this morning because I know by sharing with our friends and brothers and sisters in Christ and, you know, it does help. We need each other. And St. Gabriel Catholic Radio is a way that we connect as the body of Christ. So thank you for taking time to consider bringing our Lord in. And we do ask you to then take that next step and call Scott and Mary Ellen at uh, 614-459-4820 and continue to listen to AM Catholic Radio. What a gift we have. And these promises are directly from Jesus. I mean, it's not like uh, St. Margaret Mary came up with them in 1675. Jesus appeared to her and with his heart outside because he no longer could contain his love. And he gave us these 12 promises for those that honor and expose their sacred heart in the home. As much as the three of us would love to take credit for these beautiful promises, <laughs> they did not originate with us. They're given by the Lord. And that's oh, powerful yes. because it, it helps us to keep in mind the Lord didn't come and then ascend to the Father and leave us alone. Yeah. He's still here. He wants to dwell among us. He wants to be in our homes. He wants to be in that in the thick of it all. I feel renewed listening to you, Father. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> oh, well, well, God is good. So. <laughs> and Father, maybe address this. I think today some families will say, I love Thanksgiving. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. there's no stress, no presents. <laughs> well, the family comes. Cooking and, the turkey. <laughs> right. Unless you're cur- yeah. But then Christmas comes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we're so bogged down. Right. How can we help free the people today from being bogged down so they can truly enter into Advent, which is a great time of preparation? Well, you know, and it can be something so simple as actually putting up a Christmas scene, the creche. Hmm. I'm shocked at how few people actually even own one now, a little Christmas scene, the Christmas crib. That, If that's what you have to do as the first step to introduce the reality of our Lord's nativity in the home, do it, you know? Um, Make a little pilgrimage to a special parish that you don't usually go to. Kind of change things up a Mm -hmm. bit, spiritually speaking. Um, Make a visit to our Lord in one of the many adoration chapels. In the silence of your own heart, you know, ask the Lord for the grace to prepare for his coming. And then by name, pray for those in your family. Um, The opportunity for Christmas, to celebrate Christmas, to enter into this experience of Advent, to prepare for Christmas, it's not about the lights, the gifts. It's not about the sweaters. It's not about the opportunities Absolutely. to visit and run around. It's about the opportunity to make sure the Lord is the center of our lives. And inviting the Lord to be the center of our lives through bringing him into the center of our homes and the sacred heart uh, brings everything full circle. You know, and with incredible gratitude and humility, uh, I would like to thank all of you who have joined us in this Sacred Heart Hour on this first Friday of December, as well as this first Friday in the holy season of Advent. And in gratitude and humility, let us turn towards our Heavenly Father and unite ourselves in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, please help us carry our cross daily out of love for you, and help us strengthen this love by frequent participation in the celebration of the Eucharist. Thank you, dear Jesus, for all the blessings of this day. We ask you to protect us and all families during this night. 
Help us to live that we might get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Amen.